you can have an impact on the world through your everyday experience, you know, which sounds like this huge macro thing. But at the end of the day, you make a difference in your block. Then you start to make a difference in your neighborhood. Then you start to make a difference in your city. And you can see how that starts to build. You know, I just want to wake up every day and go to bed every night knowing that I have done something to help someone or been a part of some place that will build a city and a community. And like that epitomizes to me what I do every day and what I hope my kids will do every day. This is Conversations with Really Busy People, a podcast brought to you by LDWW. In this podcast, we meet with leading individuals in various industries from across the country. Some are rising stars and some are already at the top of their field, but they each provide unique insight on what drives them and defines success. They also offer tips and lessons on achieving career goals while sharing what motivates them both personally and professionally and what keeps them really busy. Morgan, head of digital and advertising at LDWW. In this episode, we continue our conversation with Courtney Garrett, president and CEO of Downtown Dallas, Inc. Leading the growth in downtown for over 17 years, Courtney works to entice businesses and residents to downtown. But what is it that inspires her when she thinks of downtown and its potential? Why she's so passionate about urban spaces, making this her perfect career choice. We discuss all of this and how city planning is more than just a professional path for Courtney, but also how she has made the conscious decision to integrate her passion for the urban lifestyle into all aspects of not only her life, but also her family's. Courtney, what inspires you when you go to a new city? What's happening outside of the front door. So I go to a new city and again, it's this walking theme for me, obviously. So you walk out and for me, it's about what activity is going on right there. And then what will I find in the next moment? What will I find in the next? So I wouldn't say, you know, I can't for me personally say it's about the arts or it's about the green space. It's about the way that it all fits together. And the way that, you know, again, I go back to it's just a feeling, the way that it energizes you, the number of people who are out, the street artists, the diversity of experience. So it's it's not just one simple thing. It's the dynamic and the complexity of what only you can find in a true, authentic urban center of a city that is just unlike any other place and each one is going to be different and that's what I hope that we build here is a true authentic experience that is not only Dallas but it's downtown Dallas. Urban spaces in downtown it's sheer passion for you what is it that gets you going what is it that drives you about this that you're just like going all for it? Yeah it's such a good question because it's not a thing it's a feeling. And, you know, I alluded to a minute ago, a kid growing up, moving around different places in Denver, then going to 
rock wall where I spent the majority of what I think, you know, the formative years, for all intents and purposes, kind of being a suburban kid. And then in high school, I went on one of those three-week excursions that you go on with the French teacher and the English teacher and you see like every city you possibly can in Europe in three weeks and it's just a whirlwind but there was something in that moment and I remember the first time it was walking through Rome because I think that was the first city where we landed and just feeling the energy of walking and that's why I think I'm, I'm so fast forward to today you don't see me I bike but you don't see me on a bike very often you don't see me on the scooters very often it's just it's the walking thing is what's I think in my soul and it was just that feeling and I think physically it's the density it's the architecture it's the mixture of what am I going to see on the next corner and when I go run in other cities I, I'll run like Generally around Dallas, I run like two miles. I'm not a huge runner. But if I'm traveling, then all of a sudden I'll be out for two hours just because you want to see what's around the next bend, what's around the next corner. Is it a store? Is it a gallery? Is it people? Is it a park? Is it an entirely new neighborhood? Is it a remarkable historic building? Or is it some new architecture that hadn't been introduced in where we are right now? So it's the discovery. It's the surprise. It's the energy of the street. That's where my personal passion comes from. And again, it ties back to being in Dallas because sure, my favorite city in the world is probably London. And part of that is simply because that's the second place where I really discovered this love. Traveled to Europe in high school, then in college did a great internship program. I was with CNBC Europe for about six months, um, but got to work in the central business district of London. Like how much energy do you get than that? You know, and then you study and have been to cities like Vancouver and, and all of that. So could I pick up and move and be involved in like the greatest cities in the world? Sure. But here in Dallas, we get to have our mark on building it. And I think that's what coming into this job with an 18-month contract and still being here 17 years later and striving to be the leader of the organization has been about for me. Like, how can I make your walk down Main Street, the most memorable experience that you can possibly have. So what are some of the moments that stick out to you that have defined you? Well, I mean, it goes back to the energy of the city because where the two intersect, I mean, it wasn't as if I was in San Francisco to look at the city and do policy work or study the way that the city was built. I mean, why were you there? I can't remember. For a, for a yoga conference. I had gone to study. I'd just become impassioned with yoga as sort of a way because I, I do focus so much on what I do. It's kind of my outlet. So I was there to do some more study. But that's, I mean, to me, again, it goes back to just the inherent piece of, I believe, who I am. Because I went to this great city, which for whatever reason, at 30 years old, I'd never been to before. And of course, it's one of the great walkable cities of the world. And I'd been practicing with some of the most amazing instructors and mentors for the day. And I went out by myself because I love traveling by myself and love my family. But there's just, there's something about being able to go into a city and do what you want to do and look at what you want to look at and all that. So, you know, to me, what had inspired me and 
a writer, a strong writer, a creative writer, passionate about creative writing, um, just kind of took a different career path early in life. So that trip, I mean, it was truly the energy of the city. So I practiced all day, went out, found a great restaurant that someone who lives there, um, who's a good friend, had recommended and had dinner and then just decided, I'm just going to walk. And I found myself an hour later sitting down at a cafe and looking down at my bag and seeing a notebook and you pull it out and start writing. And then I'm going to keep walking and keep walking and keep doing this. And it was the city and the experience and seeing, you know, again, it's the surprise. What am I going to see around the next corner that's going to inspire me? And, you know, have I had those moments since? Absolutely. Um, you know, one fairly recently. So I was a part, really, really fortunate to be a part of the German Marshall Fund program, which is set up to build transatlantic relationships. And I was on a fellowship back in 2013 um, where 15 people are selected from throughout the United States to go travel uh, for a month, which for professionals is very difficult to do. And they invest in us to go to places in Northern, Central, and Southern Europe. And a lot of it is public policy work. A lot of it is, um, you know, depending on each person's area of expertise, a lot of social justice, a lot of study of NGOs and a whole host of things. But for me, my lens for that trip was looking at public policy and looking at place management. You know, you're going into European cities in all differing scales. I mean, you think about the environments when you move from south to north throughout Europe. But there was this little place um, called Lolland, which is off the coast of Denmark. And we it was one of our kind of breaks. So there was a cherry wine vineyard that, I mean, normally our schedule was like, we were going from 6 a.m. to midnight and, you know, long meetings with diplomats and we're going into NATO and we're doing all these really amazing things. That sounds fancy. So they take us, it was super fancy and I was way <laughs> out of my league going, what is this girl from this little nonprofit in Dallas doing with, you know, the CFO of the state of Illinois, um, the president of the Denver city council. You're all still friends with. Uh, exactly. Um, but we're here. And so they take us on this little trip to Lolland and we're at the cherry wine farm, vineyard, whatever you call cherry place. wine place where they make cherry wine. And the um, husband was an agricultural policy um, expert, had worked a lot in Europe on that, and then just kind of decided to do this as a personal passion. His wife was a big power PR woman in Europe. And they had decided, I mean, like a lot of us do at some point in our lives, we're going to go kind of do this other thing mm -hmm. to fulfill our, our souls and so on and so forth. So anyway, they're out here on this big piece of ag land. Well, she and I hit it off. So she takes me into the town of Lolland, which is your quintessential historic European city, but boarded up. And her whole bent was, I want to revitalize this. And so she was starting to build this coalition in Lolland to rebuild the historic core of the city. And it was amazing to me, and I will never forget that. And someday that's probably where I'll retire. <laughs> I'll know where to find you then. Right? Yeah, you'll know where to find me. Um, 
so you just, you find those places everywhere. And it's just at the end of the day, it's about being a part of building the city. It's about the place. It's about bringing people together. It's about being the place where everyone, no matter what your background, has a place to go and an opportunity to be made there. So, you know, talking about how you just did these very personable moments Mm -hmm. that you've been able to have, whether it was San Francisco or you just talked about in Denmark. And I find that also something that is easy to have in urban environments when you are alone. Yeah. I see myself doing it going to New York and other cities. What is downtown like for you and your family? Yeah. So my husband, John, and my twins, Ellen Wells, they share in the passion, which I think is just such a special thing. Uh, John and I have lived urban since the moment we met. And my kids, they know inherently when to stop at when we're walking, when to stop at the street corner and make sure they don't run out into traffic. I mean, what seven-year-old doesn't just fly into it? Like, they get it. Um, Ella misses it already. We went to the Winspear not too long ago for a show, and she walked out, and she just goes, Mommy, I miss all the lights. You know, so I, it's it's just, it's really special um, to have a family who's supportive and as impassioned as you are in your career and appreciates and truly, I think, at the end of the day, understands, whether it's my husband or my kids, um, what I do. Now that you have two kids mm-hmm. and you and John made a conscious decision to, mm-hmm. hey, let's move to the farmer's market. Let's raise these two yes. kids together here. It's easy. Right. We can do this. Yeah. This isn't something that's alien and something bad yeah, is going to yeah. happen. Yeah. Like this. We right. can do this. It's not that big yeah. of a deal. Now Ella and Wells know that like farmer's market is their backyard. Main Street mm-hmm. Garden was their backyard. To where you're able to facilitate that kind of experience yeah. for them. Like, how has that been for you as a mom, making that decision, but then also, you know, wanting to harness everything that's important to you to expose them to that? Like, how has that been, the journey? Yeah, I mean, so much of it just sort of organically and naturally has evolved. I mean, John and I, from the moment we met when we first moved in together 18 years ago, um, you know, we chose Munger Place. So Old East Dallas, as close as we possibly could get to downtown at that time. We were in a fourplex and then we moved into the Cedars. Um, So that's just always been a natural part of who we both are, is being apart and close to the city. And then, you know, lo and behold, we get pregnant. We found out there are two babies coming. (laughs) So when we looked at each other, we were in the loft in the Cedars, which, as you said, for a number of reasons, which a lot of people don't understand, we loved. We knew we needed walls. And the townhomes in the farmer's market were under construction. And it wasn't even a consideration to move anywhere else. It was, oh, this is perfect. We get to stay downtown. We get to have a home with some walls um, where the kids can have a bedroom. And, you know, it just has organically happened. And part of it to me, you know, considering... Sure. Are there challenges? I mean, at first, now the opportunities for schools are so much better than they were even seven years ago when the kids were born. But the advantages are so much greater. 
the ability for my kids to see and be a part of a diverse experience is incredibly important to me and I would not trade in a heartbeat. The ability for us to walk out of our front door, I mean, I will never forget the first time that my kids left our house, you know, you leave the hospital, you come home and you sort of feel like you're in a bunker for a couple of days or a week or depending on (laughs) circumstances longer. Um, But I took them out at about probably seven days and put them in the stroller. And that's the other beauty about downtown. So I have twins. Do you know what it's like to get one newborn baby, you do, in a car, in a car seat and go anywhere? Two, no. Put them in the stroller, and we strolled. We went across to the farmer's market. They were born in March. Beautiful. And that was even before the farmer's market was redone. So, you know, I like to think, you know, my kids learn their colors by the flowers at Rubles. They get to experience the architecture, living at that moment in an area that was so rich with historic architecture. So they've learned their shapes by the lines of buildings. They have seen so much and been a part of this downtown community and been loved. I mean, can you imagine? I'm walking down the street with a double stroller on a daily basis. Everyone, this is such a neighborhood, everyone knows Ellen Wells. I mean, all of a sudden, the CEO of Downtown Dallas, Inc. becomes second fiddle to the twins who are coming around. I mean, it's, it's just an amazing experience of being close to people who you know. So, you know, our latest evolution, moving over to Oak Cliff and to Kessler Park, is strictly a matter of there's not a product, a housing product type that fits us right now. I've begged every developer on my board to just build me a proper four-bedroom. It can be tiny, but I just I have to have space for my kids and for family. Yeah, it's just not there yet, but we're as close as we possibly can be. And it's just, it's inherent. Like you said, Ella misses it already. Yeah, and I find something that's interesting about when you raise children in an environment like that, they're automatically brought into a shared space, mm-hmm. which I think is something that's real important yeah. for people Such a good point. and generations now that are so insular and it's all about me and what I'm having in this moment by myself where I'm not engaging as much socially with others to be able to, from the onset as a child, be able to go to a park and it feel like your backyard, but you know that there could be 30 other people there. There could be 40, et cetera, et cetera. That it's a shared space. It's the world is not mine. I'm a part of something else. Yeah. And so getting into that, thinking of your children and their future, but what do you think, you know, what you work for every day. Yeah. Like, what kind of downtown do you want them to grow up with and see? Because I know that you're going to constantly, even if you're not living here day to day, that this is going to be something that you're going to always want them to be integrated into. Right, right. So what do you feel that for them and growing up and as their mother and as important as urban environments in downtown Dallas specifically has been for you, what is it Mm -hmm. that you see for them in the opportunity sphere for downtown in the future. Sure. You can have an impact on the world through your everyday experience, you know, which sounds like this huge macro thing, but at the end of the day, you make a difference in your block, then you start to make a difference in your neighborhood, then you start to make a difference in your city, and you can see how that starts to build, which is a huge expectation for two seven-year-olds. I think that's truly 
where this comes from. You know, one of my brothers said to me when he was trying to find a career path, he said, you know, I just want to wake up every day and go to bed every night. This is when I'll get emotional. Knowing that I have done something to help someone or been a part of some place that will build a city and a community. And like that epitomizes to me what I do every day and what I hope my kids will do every day. I'm Christy Morgan. This is Conversations with Really Busy People, a podcast brought to you by LDWW, a full service creative marketing agency.